This is a special edition of the Final Percent Podcast with the men, the myths, the mythos, the, the men, the myths, the legends of Rick and Don Lewis. I met you guys. Uh, you guys both came to my house recently, and uh, we had some really good conversations, you know, from stage, privately, behind the scenes, all these things. And uh, I just, I respect you guys as human beings, first and foremost. And I just love what you guys have got going on in business. And I think you guys are about to kind of take everything to the next level. And one of the reasons why I love having people like you on my podcast is a lot of people, you know, we, we were actually just kind of jamming before and I make fun of normal seminars and the American seminars very specifically of parading all the afters in front of the befores. But the thing that's really powerful is people who are will, willing to tell their story from the middle. And by all rights and, 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 and looking at your business, it's, it's not like you guys are a startup. You're not where you want to go. And there's a lot of people who would look at what you guys have got going and go, man, those guys are already, they've made it. They're already successful. And you guys keep saying, you know, no, 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 we're just getting started. And I think your stories are even more important in today's day and age than anyone understands because you are in, you're in the swing, you're in the transition and you're, you're making the differences right now that are going to create the business that you, you want. And I love saying, you know, the best way to predict the future is to create it. And that's why I love having people come on that are actively creating their future and so I just wanted to kind of jam with you a little bit about, you know, give me a couple things that have, you know, already changed your business. Some of the things that you're doing right now that, uh, that we're going to use to take your, your business to the next level. And we're just going to talk about those things uh, with, you know, the psychology that you're using, the actions that you're using, different things about that, because there's a lot of people out there who just want to say, Oh no, everything's perfect. Everything's fine. No, my business is fantastic, but that's why their business is failing because they don't actually talk about those things. And I think that, you know, the way that you guys walk through life with courage and the way you guys are operating your business with such integrity and, you know, I've got a fellow audiophile and a, 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 a with me who showed, who showed me a bunch of great jazz music when he came over. Um, but yeah, just, you know, why don't each of you take some time, introduce yourself, and then just kind of tell me some impact moments that you've had and are going through right now in your business, and we'll just kind of unpack those things. We'll start with H. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Don's older brother, Rick. Um, essentially, in our business, what we're realizing right now is our positions, and that's been the biggest thing that we've been running through. Uh, it's like every three years or so I tend, we tend to like want to rebuild everything and break it back down. And mm. uh, literally this morning or yesterday, I called Don. Don was in Vegas last week at a uh, mastermind. Uh, I was not. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I just had some time to actually reflect. And I realized that uh, I took over sales about three years ago and it was humming along. It was going, we started hiring people, things are building. And I am not a manager. And I realized that yesterday. 
And I'm trying to manage a team, trying to manage all this stuff. And I've got Don, who is a process machine, a person who knows how to like build a system and have people actually be accountable for things. Whereas I'm like, you know, I see a squirrel and I run off to the side. Um, And in realizing that I've actually got, Don and I have one of our best conversations we've had in months about, you know, Don, take the torch from sales now and start Mm -hmm. running with that to build a process so we can actually like grow. And uh, that's mm-hmm. the thing is, is realizing what my play in this business really is and, mm-hmm. and recognizing that, you know, the position of, we call it visionary sounds like, mm-hmm. it sounds like pretentious. It's like, oh, I'm just going to run around and come up with ideas all day long, but it's where I'm comfortable. It's where I'm comfortable is in creating and having the freedom to do that without being, uh, for the better sake of words, bogged down by process. Yeah. That's a big thing we're trying to learn how to navigate because Don is just as creative as I am in his own way. And uh, we're trying to figure out how to look into that. But I mean, the course is going to your house, um, meeting with you guys and actually getting in the rooms and having conversations with people who have done things has probably been my biggest change in business. We've been in business for 15 years and we spent 12 years going and sitting and have a beer and figuring it ourselves, not reading books, not talking to other people, calling other contractors assholes, saying we're the best that there is in the world. We have the best business. <laughs> we know what we're doing. And we couldn't hire anybody. We wouldn't let anybody do anything. And it's just like, we realized after 12 years, we're like, we're really fucking idiots. Like, is, <laughs> I can build you a beautiful paneled room, but we didn't really run a business in those years. We just worked really, really hard. Glorified nine to five job. Yeah, and honed yeah. ourselves, good at what we did. And it sounded great when you go to the bar and try and pick up ladies. Sorry, my wife, Allie, this is way before you. So that's just been for me the last like two years with working with Ben, working with yourself, have been a uh, an ego sort of suppressor, which has been yeah. really big. And it, it's built a bigger ego internally that I like to deal with, but externally it's mm-hmm. really taken on a lot more uh, ability to learn from other people and understand that there's an easier path to success than having to grind through it every day. Oh, it's so good. Let's see this. And this is why I, I, I'm just going to reiterate, people need to get more comfortable with telling their story from the middle because so many people are going through that, but they're not willing to say, Hey, no, I, I actually want to, you know, offload this process or, Oh, I'm actually not a superstar at that. I, I would say a business operates in three areas. You have your strategy, your structure, and your tactics. And usually every, everyone is really good at one of those things. They're okay at one of those things. And they are just awful at one of those things. And, you know, it's, you know I, I used to be a, you know, very much a strategy guy. And then I realized, you know, I actually am really good at the tactics. And strategy is starting, started to be kind of my okay thing, but I was really bad at structure. And so that was one of the things where I had to go, okay, cool. No, I'm going to be militant at this. Like, what are my non-negotiables? What am I going to get accomplished? How much time am I going to spend reading? And I had to develop the discipline muscle to where, you know, and I had, I have this really, really bad habit, which, you know, is kind of a joke of having to do what I say I'm going to do. And I mean, as you guys know, I, I lost 50 pounds in like two and a half months or whatever, because I said, Hey, I, 
I'm going to do it. And then there was just, there's no way I was not going to hit that goal. And in that time, it, it, it turned into a habit. I'm, I'm now disciplined in my health. I am not, I'm not sitting there going, okay, well now I'm just going to go back to nothing but cheeseburgers. Although I'm going to be honest with you, I did eat a cheeseburger yesterday, but I also worked out. So, um, but, uh, how, 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 how about, uh, how about you? How, how, how is the, how's the transition going from, you know, more of the process for the sales and different things like that? It's different because I'm very used to structure. I like creating mm-hmm. the structure for how the business works and implement, implementing and having guidance for all of the employees. And just, you know, this is a new thing for me and, and Rick's very good at coming up with the idea as, and then he needs somebody to help him implement these things. That's what I'm very good at. So yeah. I like to take things a little bit slower than he does. He's all about action, action, action. I'm a little bit, you know, dragging him back sometimes. But I think that's how we've gotten to the point we're at today. But we also, yeah. we're also changing in the way that how we're going to do that because we want to bring in people that are even better at that than we are. Because we're not very good, so good. You know, we, we're good at a lot of things, but I don't want to be good at everything. I want to bring yeah. people who are, I want to bring people who can specialize in something that are better than us. Yeah. But I mean, that's a yeah. ass thing to say, man. Like, it to is. To bring somebody else in to be the better in your business, like that's, that's hard to deal with, especially here in our past. Like, yeah. We took it all on. So that's, that's a habit that I'm finding difficult to overcome. It's a very hard habit to break. Yeah. That's just yeah. You know, Richard, Richard Branson, the guy who started all the Virgin companies, um, I think he's now, because obviously he has his cruise ships, he had his airlines, he had Virgin Records, he has the train that he built over uh, in England. So he has four companies, all valued over a billion dollars. And someone asked him, they said, Richard, how, like, it's like, no matter what, you're going to build a company that's worth more than a billion dollars. How do you do that? And he said, it's very simple. I just go hire everyone who's better than me at whatever I want to do. And they were, and they were, they just kind of sat there in the interview and they didn't realize that he was done. Like that's, that was his plan. And they just sat there kind of staring and they're like, Oh, that, that's it. And he's just like, yeah. He's like, I'm not, I, I don't know how to run an airline. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm an, I'm, I'm not good at running an airline. I just knew that all the plans that I was on, it kind of sucked. And I knew there had to be a better way. So I wanted to infuse my energy and my passion and my belief and my, my faith in the virgin ideology, but then let other people make it a reality in the logistics and the management of that specific industry. And I think, you know, um, I, I really invite people to, um, you know, follow these brothers as, as much as you can, because the energy that they have, especially when, they're, they're talking about things and doing things. And if you get a chance to sit down with them at all, your guys's energy is infectious. It's, 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 and it's, and I think that's another thing that's really appropriate to say it's contagious, you know, contagious is obviously has a new word now that we're post a giant global pandemic, but you know, if we have the opportunity to have contagious of good energy versus a virus, I'm going to pick the good energy. Um, and I think people forget how, as you walk through life, you really are a contagion of your own. And are you spreading belief? Are you spreading faith? Are you spreading hope? Are you spreading, you know, 
energy, like whatever's happening, you're contagious as, as far as your influence reaches. And I think that's one of the things why I really gravitated towards you at the most recent retreat, because both of you have such infectious energy and you're so interested and you, you're, you have focused and intentional energy on where you're going, but then the way that you listen and care about things, I think, you know, you're, you're a lot more powerful than you guys understand at this, at this time. And so I'm, I'm excited to be a part of, you know, the focus behind where you guys are going to go, because, you know, uh, we were talking about it before I'm going to go up there and uh, I'm, I'm doing like a whole month long Canada tour to where I get to hang out with all these new uh, Canada clients that honestly, like uh, all of them have literally just become some of my absolute best friends. Um, so I'm, ex- I'm literally renting an RV. I'm going to stay in the RV. I'm bringing my wife and kid and I'm literally just going to drive up so that I'm wherever I'm at, I'm always home and we can kind of like camp in for there. I don't have to deal with like, cause I don't mind going to hotels, but taking the amount of crap that you have to do with a kid in and out of a hotel every day, I was just like, I would rather rent an RV. I'd rather buy an RV before I go through that again. It's just such a pain in the butt. Um, but right. I think that's, that's, that's the exciting thing, watching you guys and your energy around life. And if you look at it, the essence of life is growth. I often ask people, how tall does a tree grow? It, well, it grows as tall as it possibly can. And humans, therefore, are the only life form on planet Earth that are actively stunting their own growth. And sometimes when you guys have this life force and this energy that wants to move and it wants to grow, but you just don't know directionally where to go or quote unquote what to do, as a lot of people are talking about, it's fun to watch energy kind of explode in certain things. And it was, it was really exciting watching you guys at the last retreat because of when I'd see the light bulb go off randomly, I'm like, ah, he just got it. And you could just tell because your spirit lights up. And that only happens if you're playing full out, but you're also open. And so, you know, one of the things that I just want to make sure we hammer home with what's already been said in this podcast is, you know, they just said they've been in business for 15 years. And for 12 years, they have been basically doing the same thing on a hamster wheel. And they finally are saying, hey, there's got to be a better way. And like you just said, that's hard to admit. That's hard to say. And then it's hard to say, hey, I need to bring in someone smarter than me. Because up until this point, I have been the smartest person on planet Earth. Just ask me. And, uh, and now all of a sudden, it's kind of like, you know, we're the catapult, like, it's kind of like you guys were a caterpillar running around, but then you turned into a butterfly, but you still behave like a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And so you've been walking around and now you're finally starting to fly. And so, you know, with that being said, why don't you guys give me some of like, what are your biggest aha moments that have happened so far this year where you're like, oh, that's one thing that I'm so glad I took action on. This is one thing that, you know, I now practice every day because I had this experience. Um, because again, and, and just so you guys know, I do not, and this isn't you guys, this is all the listeners. I do not script these things. So as I'm asking these questions, they're literally in their head going, shit, uh, what is the moment? What is the, this, what is the, that? And it's because we want these honest answers and we want it to be conversational. So whoever wants to go first, what's your, 
What's your first big aha moment that you can remember that's happened this year? This. Right awesome. Here. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. This is Don's brain on paper. <laughs> this is like everything we've talked about, everything we've drawn out, everything we discuss, and this is brought by, I'll bring it back to Ben and you guys, um, was brought to us through Burn the Ships and breaking down that 12-year business. And that first retreat. And that first retreat. Yeah. This is what you need to do, and this is how you need to do it. And it started really at the Scotch tasting with you at the table yeah. where we really yeah that was epic yeah. <laughs> we, dove, we dove into this immediately and this is the hardest i think i've ever worked on something in our business and so don't dumped everything into this and this was so crucial because what we realized is it took us about a year give or take to really hone this down way too long mm -hmm. first they go in it in one year yeah. our construction company is on like autopilot now. Yeah. And now we're going to implement it. It's not going to take a year for this to implement into sales. It'll go on autopilot. And that's the goal with this is this has become the structure. So I would say this is one of the biggest things for me. So um, just, just because we, not everyone's going to be watching this, help them because a lot of people listen to it, help them understand what this is particularly because I can see it and you're pointing to this thing. But just kind of walk us through a little bit what this is so that people are like, what is this? What is this? They're, they're a secret. They're a secret. No, no, no. <laughs> Pretty much our systems and processes of how a, let's take a sale. Somebody, so we, we buy houses off market, all that sort of stuff. Somebody phones from one of our ads. And this guides our salespeople in the process of how to ask questions to that seller and how the process should flow in order to have a successful deal close. It's, awesome. it's like going grocery shopping. If you're going to walk into the grocery store and be open-minded and just grab a cart, you just buy whatever's on your mind. But if you go in with a plan, you can literally send anybody into a grocery store to buy exactly what you put on that list and they'll come out successful so that you can make your deal the same day. I'm not going to lie. There's been multiple times I've gone into the grocery store when I'm hungry. That's and a problem. I, Why do you think they, I, right? Why do you think they I, put certain things in certain spots? Man, I walk out and I'm like, how did I end up with 15 tubs of ice cream? Like, <laughs> how did this happen? I don't understand. I don't need that many boxes of cinnamon toast crunch. And how um, many times do you go in and go back out and then realize, shit, I didn't, I didn't even pick up what I went to, what I came here for? That's why I, I'll tell you, you know, going back to the, the list, I, I always tell people, because a lot of people will get... And no offense to pure idea guys, because I'm a recovering idea guy myself, just so you know. Um, but uh, I always tell people when they get into just idea mode, I say, grownups, look at lists. Because I, like, I can't tell you, I used to really pride myself on remembering everything I needed to and, have a, uh, and being able to follow up with everyone that I needed to and being able to follow through with everything I needed to until I realized I was... I was like missing like 80% of my responsibilities because I would just conveniently forget about all of the things. And so when I really started now, anytime someone starts talking to me, I will grab my phone. I will start making a list. I will start making reminders. I will start making this. I will start making that. And I just keep rocking and rolling through the whole thing. And like, I can tell, I can honestly tell you that that changed my entire life when I started 
sketching out what was actually a priority. And the other thing is, is it's a little bit like anytime someone, let's say that they're, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean here, but it's just the truth. People go through this. Anytime someone who's super fat says, you know, Greg, how did you do your, your, your journey? How did you do this? I, I make them do the same thing. I say, do me a favor for a period of three days. I just want you to write down every single thing that you put in your body, write down every single thing that you put in your body. And usually they want to not write down cheeseburger for the fourth time. So they're like, Ooh, I'm not, I'll have a salad. Cause I need to at least write down salad. This goes back to just people need to be made aware of what's actually happening. And so with their system and processes, their customer journey, their, you know, business flow, the strategic structure and, and, and uh, the tactics behind the why of what they do. Um, what they're talking about is what Jocko Willink talks about as decentralized command. In the absence of orders and direct communication, what does your team do? What are they doing? How are they proceeding? And the great thing having wholesale deal flow, project management system, the seller intake, the seller intake system, which is what's sitting behind them, is now if they are on vacation or say that they're at a retreat that's happening on the 27th, 28th, and 29th, all of their people, shameless plug, all of their people now now know how to proceed in the deal because they have decentralized command. They don't have to go, hey Rick, hey Don, please save me. Hey, can you do this? Because so many people are, are actually hindering their people by doing the job for them because they're, they're hand holding and they're not just saying, Hey, check this, check this, check this. And, you know, getting clear on that kind of things because people don't actually buy Say you want to sell your business someday. People actually don't buy wholesale companies or, fix and flip companies or contractor companies, they buy two things, people and process. That's, that's what gets purchased. They, they actually don't care about anything else. And now that you're getting clear on process and if your people are clear on the process, you're going to be able to go from here to there. Cause now we're in a scalable model. And one of the things that, you know, I, when someone asks me, they say, Hey, you know, what, what are you doing you know, with your clients that takes them from here to here, what's the first thing that you have to do? And I say, that's actually very simple. I have to get them out of validation and into clarification because so often I'll challenge them. Hey, you know, what did you do today? Well, I had to do this and this fire came up and this, 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 and this, they're validating all their actions because they weren't clear on their objective. They weren't clear on anything they actually had to do. So what the, the systems and processes that they have sitting on their wall behind them. And again, guys, this is going to be on YouTube, which we're just rebranding. So if you're listening, go over to the final percent YouTube and, and watch this because I'm also going to put some B roll in this because we've got some um, interesting videos that they didn't know that we took while they were at the retreat that we're just going to throw in from time to time. It's going to be fantastic. Um, but you know, Dive in and see, number one, who these people are, because who is so more important than the how? How only shows up in two places. Have you already accomplished it? 
or do you know someone who has accomplished it? And these guys are in the process of taking their business to, you know, an eight, nine, 10 figure company. This is what we're after. We want that exponential growth. We want to add a zero every single year. That's exploding by 10x. And no, that's not affiliated with Grant Cardone. It just happens to be adding a zero. It's very important that we dive into the who and we watch how our who is doing things. And so after 12 years, they're getting serious about their business. They're connecting with people. They're getting in the rooms. And now they're clear on things because they're not sitting there at a bar like, you know, they, they eloquently put saying contractors are assholes. That's validation conversation. They're validating why they aren't using that contractor. They're validating why they don't need help. They're validating why they don't need to do this. They're validating their own actions. And now they're just seeking clarity. And through clarity, we can have better ideas and we can have absolutely way better structure because structure is all about efficiency. We don't actually want speed. And, and I think this is where people get things really misconstrued. They, I want it like faster. I want it like, yeah, how can I do it? But like faster. Okay. Well, the fastest way to get poor quick is to try to get rich quick. Right? That's the thing that I've found. So we don't actually want speed. We want efficiency. There's a huge difference. And I think that that's one thing, you know, looking up and going, Hey, you know, sales and process and follow up and all of these things, man. Hey bro, I actually, I need your help. Can you help me put a structure behind? Hey, can you help me stay in my superpower by using your superpower? And what I call it, and you know, my, my wife and I run our companies very similarly to what you guys are doing is I call it the, the kite and the anchor philosophy. So Kayla, for instance, is my anchor. And I am the kite, and I am always trying to run our horses off a cliff as fast as possible. And she's going, let's turn these things before we actually go off the cliff. Um, but the thing is, we have, we have uh, realism, and we have optimism. So the kite is always going to be operating in like optimism. They, they just think everything's going to work, work out. It's just, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, I know exactly. So let's just do it. Let's just, let's just do it, you know? And then the other person's going, you know, this could go wrong. 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 And so good entrepreneurship lives in the middle. It isn't all in the realism because entrepreneurs, literally what we're doing is we are actively creating something that didn't exist without us. So we're living in the fabrication of thoughts. That's unbelievable, right? But the thing is, is if all you do is dream, you know, usually you just stay dreaming and you need someone to put the structure in place. You need someone to put the strategy in place. You need, you need someone to help with those things. And that's why, you know, Kayla and I make such a good team and every super successful team I've ever coached or I've ever been a part of has this component, this relationship between the kite and the anchor, because without the anchor, the kite flies away. But if the, if the anchor is just sitting there with nothing attached to it, it's, it's just in the way. It, it's not holding anything down. It's not helping 
you know, the little kid sees something blowing in the wind and going, oh my God, magic, you know? And so they're, they're, they're so linked. And I love hearing in this conversation we're having how you guys, number one, are recognizing that and then using each other's strengths because it's going, hey, you know, I need you to, you know, I'm about to build a crazy big kite. So I need you to get heavier, bro, because I'm going to literally try to fly us to the sun. And, you know, you're sitting there going, hey, you know, stop building your kite so big until I can put on some weight down here to keep holding us down. And it's that balance that happens. And, and so many people in their business are, are talking about, oh, well, I don't need, I don't need balance. I don't need this. I'm, I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. It's just not true. Balance is actually pretty, pretty important. And this is why I say the genius is actually in the end. Cause a lot of people say, well, would you rather work with a kite or an anchor? And I'm like, no, you need a kite and an anchor. That's, that's a good business. And they say, well, I don't, I, I don't actually believe that. I don't think balance is important. So I asked them this. I said, would you rather breathe in or out? And they're like, well, you kind of need both. I go, exactly. And that's, that's what it is. The genius is in the end. You know, would you rather be rich or powerful? How about rich and powerful? Would you rather be smart or rich? How about rich and smart so I can deploy my money properly? Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that you guys are starting to recognize is all of the ands in your life are where the power is going to come from because it comes from collaborative thought. And collaboration is entrepreneurship in work. And that's what you guys are doing right now. You're collaborating your minds, your energy, your efforts, all of these incredible things. You're collaborating, which is, in, which is great to see. But collaboration breeds creativity and creativity. Again, we are creating a business. We are creating jobs. We are creating income. But where does creativity come from? And that is trust. You guys have to be able to trust each other. Trust that you're operating in your superpower. And so then when you break down trust at its most basic level, Trust comes from two places. And again, this is an and. It's not, it comes from this or this. Both have to be present. It comes from vulnerability and value. And the reason why you guys are going to make such great partners and you have made such great partners and you're going to take everything to the next level is because you can be vulnerable with each other enough to say, I think we need to hire someone smarter than me at my current job. That takes some vulnerability to be able to say, hey, I'm kind of, I'm screwing the pooch on some of this sales stuff. Can you help me, bro, so that I can get this, 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 and this done? That takes vulnerability. But then because each of you are so valuable to each other as a human being and in the business, we've developed this trust that is not normal in business because that's the hardest thing to actually find in business is real, honest to God trust. And so being able to... And boom. Okay, so we just had a, a life lesson in the Beats Fit AirPods. Uh, if you touch them to reposition it, it will hang up on people. So we had a little bit of a hiccup. But we were talking about the importance of trust and you know having the family bond 
and having all of these things in the business like you guys do on top of the tenure and the experience and the literally over a decade of experience with each other, it's, it's really important. And so now when you guys are conversing, if you start identifying those things and go, oh, okay, cool. Am I coming from a place of value right now or vulnerability? And being able to communicate with that distinction, understanding, okay, cool. I need to provide value to this situation or I need to be vulnerable and just let people know like, Hey, I I'm kind of confused here. I, I need to, I need to call one of my mentors or I need to call my brother. Or I need to call our accountant because I actually don't know what's going on here. I need some help. And having other people, you know, and I'm sure you guys are good at this, do that in front of you. So if, you know, you know, Don says, Hey, I need some help. Or Rick says, Hey, I need some help. What, what tends to happen is when you say, I need some help, that's actually leadership at its highest form because leadership is not actually where we get our directions from. Leadership is nothing more than someone raising their hand and saying, this is where you can get your help from. So if there's one thing that one of you lead on, you're just saying, hey, I've got this in the bag. I can help you with this. And then the other one says, hey, I've got this in the bag. I can, when you run into this, hey, just come over to me. And I've got your back. This is where you get help from, not direction from. And leadership has got to feel like a pull and not a push. Like you've got to be pulled into your future because getting pushed into your future is, is not the most fun thing. And that's why, you know, if you look back, why it's taken you, you know, 12 years to really start the change train is probably because you had people in your life trying to push you into a change until you finally said, this makes sense. I'm pulled into this change. And it's probably because you had a mentor, like Ben's a great example of where he said, Hey, just so you know, this is where you can get some help from. If you guys, you know, want a second opinion, Hey, this is where you can get this. Hey, this is where you can get this. And instead of, Oh, wow. You guys are really messing up. Uh, Yeah. Let me know if you want me to, help you not mess up it's like okay i don't want to have a conversation with you (laughs) so so what are are some of the other things that have been helping you guys uh, on this journey of transformation taking your business to the the next level for me it touched on a lot of it like being vulnerable being open um yeah it's adaptability is a uh, big core. Mm, that's, that's good. I mean, if I look at the market today, I can't even talk to people anymore because everybody just finds some way, good, bad, strong, soft, whatever kind of market they look at, there's something to complain about for how it's not. Yeah. Working. So I just avoid those conversations now or change the narrative of what we're going into. And it's like, it's not helpful to find excuses. So adaptability for us has been such a crucial thing it's literally on the wall right in front of me on our core values and it it is who we are um that that's definitely been a big change it's been realized uh, a lot through uh, meeting other people in the industry and opening up and being vulnerable that that's really been yeah. opening for me to be more adaptable to situations mm-hmm. i 100 percent agree that's so good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people overuse it's, I, it's so great. And I think this is another reason why we've kind of fired on all cylinders when we first started to, to, to talk to each other is looking at 
looking at the word adaptable, I think a lot of people misconstrue that word and they use the word pivot. And pivot is a bigger, sharper change. And so many people in, in the slightest adversity are ready to pivot. And I, I actually, I teach that all the time. And it's funny, again, these are not prompted conversations, guys. The fact that they have, you know, adaptability and they're using it like this, it's, it's an alignment of principles and values because they're not running away from a fight. A pivot is something that, you know, like my first big pivot is I was in the studio business and then I decided to create a school. Yes, it's, there's some framework there, but that's a big pivot because now I'm in education. I'm fighting with government and, and all of these things. So I pivoted. But so many people are like, I'm watching all these, these studios in Denver, especially, and they're all announcing that they're coming out with schools. And I'm like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody because I know what they're going into. And, but they just think, oh, well, Greg did it. It was easy. And that's just because they didn't see behind the, the curtain. And so just because they started losing their shirt and people weren't using the studio, they're immediately like, I'm going to pivot. And I mean, how many people in real estate? Oh, I'm a real estate agent. Oh, now I'm going to pivot. I'm going to be a wholesaler. Oh, now I'm going to pivot. Now I'm going to this. It's just like, no, the only secret sauce in business is awareness and adaptability and consistency. Like if you keep raising your awareness, you remain adaptable. But the biggest thing really is consistency. Are you consistently showing up? Are you consistently doing it? And that's why like, you know, with my weight loss journey, if I would have decided to, you know, not consistently not eat cheeseburgers, I, I wouldn't have gotten very far and I would have lost that bet. But then all of a sudden I did it consistently. I stayed on and then I created new new disciplines, new habits. And I think, you know, that's, that's the big thing that is exciting about watching business, especially because, you know, I would say, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I would say with how good a humans you guys are and where you're at, my guess is like, you guys are a, a few shifts from like a 10 X growth thing in some direction, because you've got the tenure, you've got, you, you, you have the, the trust you have the experience there's it's all there the ingredients are there we just haven't we just haven't decided to put the pie in the oven and actually bake the dang thing yet mm-hmm. and so all the ingredients are there and i think that's what's exciting about watching businesses like yourself because by a lot of people's standards like i'll tell you in in the community um, that Ben, uh, if, if anyone who doesn't know, I, I would be shocked if you don't know who Ben Humble is just because I've talked about it. He's been on my podcast and he has, you know, like other people in his community. And then we've done these retreats together, but the guy we're talking about is a guy named Ben Humble, really good friend of both of ours. Um, you know, in this community, you guys are actually looked at as kind of superstars. You know, when I talk to other people and they're just like, Oh my God, the Lewis brothers, like they're so, they would be crazy to do what they're doing. Oh my God. Like I remember I was talking to, you know, we're not going to put anybody on blast, but I was talking to a couple people who were getting ready to do a deal with you. And I had a one-on-one session with them at the retreat and they like were literally over the moon. They're like, I, they, they, for them, they, that's what they felt like. They were like, I made it. Like they said, 
they would do a deal with me. Like, I'm going to do a deal with the Lewis brothers. And you guys are over here like, God, how can we get the Lewis brothers to actually like make the difference we know that we should make? But it's like over here, perception, they're like, oh my God, how can I get to that level? And it's just so interesting to, to watch people, you know, see that because you guys really are leaders in this community. You're, you're looked at and, and respected in such a high regard. And it's fun to watch you guys operate. But, you know, when I'm looking from the outside in, I'm like, oh, my God, they are so close. Like they are they're a, a few chess mo- moves away from, you know, really checkmate on this game they're playing. And then it really does automate because like you guys know, it, like some of the people who end up in the room, like you're talking to you guys have been in business for 15 you've got someone who's like six months into real estate and, and they're like, Hey, let's have a conversation. You're like, okay, great. Now I'm the mentor. I needed, I want to move my business or I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help you. But it's like, those are two really different conversations, six months in versus 15 years in and watching people like you go to the next level. So my next thing that I'm going to ask you guys, because you're having these shifts and you're you're seeing what's possible and we talked about you know what's possible and getting the tools in place so that you can turn possible to probable what is your big goal like what where are we going with this thing you know do you guys want you know 10,000 houses do you want 10 billion dollars do you what's the number what's the goal what's the moonshot that you guys talk about that you guys are like, this, this is where we're freaking taking this company. So, sorry to just jump in. Go ahead. It, yeah. The funny thing, it kind of rolls back to how we got into this. And it started with my brother-in-law who said the words I'd never heard, which was mailbox money. Yeah. Before. The like, best kind. What are you the best kind. Mailbox money. And he, he's like, we're from Montreal. He's a hockey player from Montreal, went down to the, he's in the States. He does real estate. He inspired myself and Don to really jump into this game big time. And the second he said mailbox money and he explained it to me, we were in Boston and our entire life shifted from that moment on. Mm. I couldn't stop talking about real estate. He got a check for $80,000. He literally got it in the mailbox, showed me a picture. I was like, I have to work all freaking year to make that. Like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, I worked like 30 minutes. So, I was like, <laughs> so it's been that inspiration of making mailbox money in the sense that we have multiple streams of revenue coming into this business where we can turn and really actually focus on, you know, working with other people, helping other people. Um, we, anything in that realm where we have enough capital that, you know, retire the parents, give a better life for ourselves. Um, we were very fortunate growing up, like our parents were able to help us out with what we needed to do that always stood by us. Uh, but by no means did we have like you know, money to frivolously live. Um, but just that freedom to keep our family supported and all together, like a number in my head for myself has always been, I would love to have just with like forgetting, I get a hundred thousand dollars a month from the businesses that we've grown. That's like yeah. a, and I'm going to add to that with regards to the, the family. We look at our employees and our company. We want a great reputation in the industry to <clears throat> extend all of that to the opportunities to all of our employees as well. 
We want them to be comfortable, them to have opportunities to grow as far as they want to grow um, and having that guarantee that we offer with our, with our business. So again, including all of our people that work with us day to day that help us make this possible, yeah. put them in that as well. What's well, a little job security for them? Like yeah. we, we create have, a community. We have That's people what that been, one person's been with us, uh, Shelly, for what, six years, seven years? Yeah. So she's been with That's us. That's awesome. She's grown into such an important piece. Our project managers, like four years, our yeah. constructive crews going on two, our sales, we just started their own you know, year. We got new guys starting now. And it's like longevity for people with some sort of comfort in a job that they know is not going to go away tomorrow and growth and growth and opportunity yeah. is, is super important yeah. for us. So I don't, I don't know if that answered your question with a clear sight of what it looks yeah. like, but it's so how much, <laughs> so how much, how much, how much, what is, what successful growth look like to you guys? Is it 5%, 10%, 25%? I'd say conservatively, I'd, I'm going to say 10% because it sounds like the right answer, but 25% really Canadian, is, no. 25 <laughs> <laughs> very Canadian, very conservative. 25 to 50. I think I actually know um, with the conversations that we have and the right alignment of people, um, we're a 200% growth of what we should be yeah. doing. Actually, not, it's funny. I want to just show him. Everybody else see our core values up on the wall above our TV. Can you see them? Uh, it's so good. Yes. That is so good. Every word we're talking about, adaptability, alignment, reputation, and guarantee. Those are all very important to us. And I, we're just using all these words in our conversation. I'm so not very looking at them staring at you saying yeah, that. They're no. just part of our conversation because they're in front of us every day. Yeah. And it's, I love it. It's really, it is, uh, I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the, and this is, this is, I love having these kind of, you know, I always call them fly on the wall conversations because a lot of podcasts get into, you know, preachy or salesy or this, that, and the other. And, you know, this is really just a conversation uh, amongst business owners that are saying, hey, what, what, are, what are my actual goals? Are you guys still there? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Sorry, my, my iPad just apparently likes to do random things. Um, but, you know, what are our actual goals? What are we trying to get uh, accomplished? And then, you know, having people let, like, see the light bulbs go off and, hey, this is our thought process behind this. This is what we want to do over here. This is, and I just think that people, you know, think, like, especially watching people and listening to people talk about you guys in the community, and it's, they don't realize how hard you guys really think and work and try and adapt and, and push the growth, pull the growth, try the growth. Um, they just think that like, you know, one thing that someone says about me all the time, they go, they go, Oh, well, you're just the golden child. Everything works out for you because like you, like anything you try is just easy. I'm like, no, no, no. I work my butt off. Like, and I'm always working. And I think a lot of people, you know, will look at you guys and go, Oh, well, yeah. You know, like I always say, Oh, that must be nice. Well, it is, but I also work for this must be nice. And the fact that you guys care about your people, you know, and that's, and that's why, you know, I think, you know, you guys have to have a, a target, you know, I'm, I don't know what, again, what your target is, but I would say if you guys are not at a target of at least a hundred million dollar company, you guys are selling yourself dramatically short because that's, that's what I see. And again, I don't like, I haven't 
gotten to dive into the numbers or anything yet. Again, I'm going to go to Canada and I'm going to get to really work with these guys, which I'm super excited. And we'll, we'll definitely have to have a follow-up podcast. That'd be fun where I'm live in there. I get to hang out with the words with you guys. Um, but you know, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I've coached a bunch of companies that, you know, hit that, you know, hundred million dollar mark. And you guys feel like one of those companies, your energy, it feels like a, like you guys don't feel like a real estate startup. It, you feel a lot like, like a San Francisco tech startup, which means, holy crap, where is this thing really going to go? So I'm just, I want you to know, I'm really excited for what's possible. And, you know, maybe when we're up there, we'll, we'll take excerpts of, you know, what we did on the podcast and we'll, you know, maybe even do a little documentary on how we, you know, I talk about observation, identification, and implementation. And, you know, maybe we show people how we do that in your business, because I, I'm telling you, people willing who are doing business for the right reasons with integrity, and they have a real honest to God business that are willing to tell their story from the middle are way more important than people who are telling it from an ivory tower, or people who are the guru, but they actually haven't ever built a business, which those are the most, and you can pick them out a mile away, but yeah. some of these ads I get hit with on Instagram and they're like, do you want to make $30,000 a month guaranteed or I'll give you your money back? I'm like, it's just, I did like, I almost want to hit the funnel just because I'm like, I want to figure out where's the gotcha and where's your catch. Yeah. But those people are just so like, they're inundating the, the, the internet and people like you guys where you're like building this really cool culture, this amazing community, this amazing company, you know, watching a company, you know, wherever you guys are at grow and go, Hey, we just did a hundred million dollars last year. That would be fun to show people the decisions behind something that made that possible. Amazing. So, and, and if you guys, if you guys are already at a hundred million dollars, I'm sorry for doing you guys a disservice. Just add a zero. Add a, that's all you got to do. If, if so you're already there. Canadian funds or American funds? Cause that's like a billion dollars Canadian. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always, I'm always talking, always talking American money. So. Okay. Okay. So we're not there yet. It's I, re I, re I, get there. I recently gave, uh, I, I've, I've done some private lending for some people uh, up in Canada. And it's so funny because we, we get all the deals done and we talk about, you know, how we're going to get it accomplished. And then um, they like, they send the paperwork through and I had forgotten that it was the whole thing we were talking about was in Canadian money. <laughs> and so then I have to tell my accountant, I'm like, Oh, actually we're, we only have to send this. And they're like, Oh Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's like every, it's like everything goes on a discount. It's amazing. So, uh, so, but, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited to know you guys. I'm, I'm really excited to get, um, you know, dive into the business when I get up there. I know we're going to spend a couple of days together. Um, and then, you know, I hope to see you guys at our upcoming retreat. And then, you know, if anybody, um, I guarantee you just knowing my community, there's a hundred percent chance I'm going to get people going, when are we going to get them back on? Because you guys are really aligned philosophically. And then it's a really interesting business because you're in this tweener business where it's not like I've like made it as far as I want to go and I'm exiting my business. 
And it's not like I'm still trying to figure out how to make my, you know, first million or whatever. It's like, no, like I've been in business for over a decade and I'm, I've finally built like, cause everyone thinks they see you as this skyscraper, but I think you and I both know that what's actually happened you finally just built your foundation yeah. and it's cured. And now we're, we're just getting ready to build our first floor of a really freaking tall building. So, so I'm, I'm absolutely excited. Um, is there anything that you guys want to add before we, we wrap up? I know that we've, uh, we kind of got into it. I don't know how long this has been. Normally I have a, a, a timer, but I just, you know, I love talking to you guys and it's always fun. You know, when the alignment is there, it's really easy. We could talk forever. Absolutely. Man. Uh, I just want to say how honored I am yeah. that you would think of us and bring us onto this. This is really like, we've been so excited to talk to you and it's just that uh, it's never nervous. Like usually I get nervous before these things. I was just like immediately. And my wife said to me, she's like, be comfortable, be yourself. I was like, I can't yeah. do that. I can't do anything else than that with Greg because he'll call me out on my yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I will. That is a hundred. I, I definitely, whenever God was building me, he took out that filter that most people have. So I, I definitely call people out a lot. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an honor and a privilege guys. And, uh, you know, I, I will definitely, um, send you guys the, uh, the link, uh, uh, to, it's, it's going to go out tomorrow. So today is Tuesday. So this will be out Wednesday. Um, but we just got to find those embarrassing clips of you guys to kind of cut in randomly while we're talking because it's just, it just makes it so much more fun. Yeah, little did you guys know, I just had Sallow following you guys around getting the most embarrassing things I possibly could. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. All right. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to sign off. I appreciate you guys. And thank you so very much for your time. Thank, thank you. you, Greg.